0: Welcome to Honey on the Sword, Season 2, Episode 4, Awakening. In the first half of this episode, I share what awakening has looked like in my life. And in the second part, my close friend Steffi G, incredible musician, percussionist, and teacher, shares what awakening has meant to her on this journey of life. Both perspectives will ignite a spark in all of us to delve deeper into awakening. An awakened heart is like a sky that pours light, Hefez. We must learn to reawaken and keep ourselves awake. To be awake is to be alive. Henry David Thoreau. There is no place so awake and alive as the edge of becoming. Sue Monk Kidd. These quotes reminded me of poetry that I wrote October 2013 called Awakening newborns suddenly burst into the light breath surges and startled voices cry life begins and rushes by at a rapid pace crawling legs wobble fall and stand up straight illegible letters and unintelligible words evolve into skillful rhetoric of the mature and well-versed fleeting meaningless pursuits are no longer the chosen paths life frightens and enlightens. Everything simple becomes complex. Steady legs that once stood up straight wobble and fall. Sight, hearing, and memories slowly begin to fade. Decades pass and seasons change. Staggered, strained breath merges at a rapid pace. Life ends and brushes across aged faces. Everything complex becomes simple. Newborns and the aged both violently gasp for awakening. When I was thinking about the topic awakening, the picture of a lighthouse kept coming back to my mind. And the definition of a lighthouse is a tower or structure containing a beacon light to warn and guide ships at sea. It has a flashing bright light for ships to avoid dangerous areas in following certain routes, etc. A building near the coast or shore with a flashing light at the top to warn ships of rocks and other dangers. There are people who have been lighthouses, who have been beacons in our lives. Edith Wharton said, There are two ways of spreading light, to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it I have a friend that I've known for a while now she is an amazing mother and such an incredible artist and painter named Amanda Kaiser I even had the privilege of doing step-by-step photographs of her creating this beautiful mural on the side of a building and her other works of art are breathtaking She was recently listening to the podcast episode, Prism, and she sent me a message that said, Sound, light, and colors go together. About seven years ago, I was given a vision of a prism and to do a painting on sound, light, and colors all flowing together. Wow, my heart is being lit up with God's vision. She was reminded of what she was shown years ago. She continued on to say, I had tucked it away in a journal and moved on from it. The painting is in my shed, all rolled up and unfinished. When we are lighthouses to each other, we start to unearth things in each other and draw out of each other that awakening, that reminder. There are dreams, hopes, and visions that are hidden away in the shed of our heart, in the core of who we are, all rolled up and unfinished. And then another person comes along. In the midst of the turbulent waves and winds crashing in on our lives, we start to see that lighthouse. It starts to remind us of what we are capable of the greatness within us. When we see light, it starts to make everything become illuminated. It starts to bring hope again. It invokes and stirs in us that which we've always known we were made for. It's kind of like those flowers that are on the edge of a mountain that no human eye may ever see. All of these gifts And all of these things that we're made of and made for are tightly hidden and stored away, just waiting to be awakened. Welcome, Steffi G. I'm so glad you can join us on Honey on the Sword.
1: I am excited to be here. I'm very honored <laughs> to be your guest. This is my first podcast um debut, so very exciting. So when when you asked me to think about what I felt awakening meant to me or even just what storms and lighthouses meant to me, I really I honed in on on this concept of storm and what storm was and what I thought about storms and uh, how I grew up with storms. And I'm originally from California, Southern California, and the storms there are completely different than they are here in Nashville or even in the Midwest. I lived in Kansas City for about 10 years. And so storms there are, are different as well. And so growing up, we would get rain, uh, we would get rain, we would get some thunderstorms, but it would always be so cloudy, so you would never, ever get the chance to see the actual lightning forks in the sky that you hear about, you know, when you're a kid or you see cartoons and you see them. But I remember just never, ever seeing these lightning forks and it, it would always just be like a flash of light. That's all we got um, growing up and that's all I knew uh, back home. And when I moved to Kansas City in my early adult years, uh, that was the first time I really experienced what it was like to be in a thunderstorm. I had no idea. And for people who maybe have grown up in the Midwest or in the South, and that's just normal and typical to someone like me (laughs) growing up on the West Coast and never ever seeing that or experiencing that was, something different. It was something new. It was exciting. It was a little scary, not knowing what to expect. I remember driving in this storm, and there was a lot of rain, a lot of wind, a lot of lightning, Just every five seconds lightning. And I, I remember hearing sirens for the first time. and. I actually thought that, OK, well, maybe it's it's an ambulance trying to get somewhere or maybe it's a, a police car mm-hmm. trying to rush off somewhere. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's fitting that, you know, when you hear that word storm, uh, it could also be a metaphor for difficult situations uh, and circumstances in our lives. And, you know, I think um, even though they are difficult, sometimes those times, those experiences are perhaps the, the most defining moments in our lives that shape us and, and make us who we are going forward and help build our character. Um, and actually, when I was in Kansas City, this, is, this could be almost about 10 years ago now, I remember going to an art show, it was one of those first Friday art shows downtown. And uh, there was a gallery at this place called Beggars Table, and I remember the I I remember the gallery because I actually I still have that postcard from the gallery mm-hmm. I took with me. I still have it with me today, and the title of this woman's gallery is actually called "Season of Storms," mm. and uh, her name is Kristen Goring, and uh, she still has a website, and you could see. Some of her beautiful artwork there. She's a Kansas City artist, and but she had a a storm series, and it was just different sizes of canvas, all paint um, of of storms, and these were against these beautiful big fields of plains and agriculture. Um, I'm a, know if you've ever been to Kansas City mm-hmm. or that part of the Midwest mm-hmm. where it's just completely flat, yeah. right? It's not like, you know, in California, we have our, our mountains and our beaches. And here in the South, we have these cliffs and rolling hills and greenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of that in Kansas City, but you do have these wide plains where you could just see four miles and miles. Mm-hmm. And so that was her, her artwork. It was of these, these fields. Um, during different parts of the day, and uh, it would take up a little bit of the canvas, but the majority of the canvas would be this massive, huge sky and clouds and just this whole mix of color and it was just so beautiful and I just remember uh, you know being being in awe of her artwork and uh, especially uh, something like storms, I think. Uh, during this time in my life was going through some storms. And so it's really resonated with me and especially for someone to create something so beautiful out of what, you know, most of us would think would be a little scary or, um, or frightening Mm -hmm. at times, Mm -hmm. a storm. And, And she was able to make something just so wonderful out of that. You know, there are a lot of people facing that storm whatever that looks like to them. And I think the the one thing that is the challenge though is seeing the beauty in, in all of this. But when seeing that beauty, whatever it may be, that's where the awakening comes into play. For me, I feel I'm being awakened to new things of my life you know, every single day. And I'm never gonna be this fully awakened person, you know, overnight, I think it takes time and it takes experiences. It takes going through those experiences, bad and good, ugly, you know, beautiful and taking all of those in and, and moving forward with those. And um, so to me, awakening is, in a sense, seeing the beauty in something that might not necessarily be beautiful to others. So for example, the storm, you know, I grew up not, not seeing what an actual thunderstorm or, or heat lightning was. And so I had no idea um, until I finally experienced it and was able to take it all in and, and see that beauty. And, you know, I think another part of being awakened or going through that process is, also seeing something hopeful, uh, seeing something full of potential, when others might miss that. So some people, you know, going through a storm or a, a difficult situation in their life. And, you know, it's important to be aware of that. At the same time, though, it's what what can you do? What can you have control of? What can you focus on and be hopeful for? Because in typical storm that you experience there's always there's always the next day right it's never gonna Mm -hmm. be storming forever right sun's Mm -hmm. gonna come up again Mm -hmm. seasons are gonna change and that's just natural cycle natural part of life and if that's happening in mother nature surely that is also happening in our lives too where we can experience this rebirth and i think once we once you realize that, oh, okay, I—it's—it's it's this process. I'm not going to rush through this. I'm going to experience it, you know, fully, wholly, and, you know, I'm going to see what I can learn out of this and how I can improve and uh, how I can move forward in a new way.